0: The little farm that I grew up on had a small farm pond Just a few hundred yards behind the house in the edge of the woods. And when I was just a little boy, my mom and dad let me walk back there and fish from the bank. And I spent a lot of happy hours doing that. Later, I was able to walk across the way a little bit to a neighbor's pond and fish off the bank there. And I had lots of fun fishing as I grew up. Well, one day I realized this I could do a lot better if I had a boat. (laughs) I had been content for years just standing on the bank fishing, but I reached the point where I I needed a boat. Just look at all the places on this pond that I could fish if I just had a boat. I can't get to them standing from the bank, but if I had a boat, I'd do a lot better. I believed real fishermen had a boat, and so I knew that I needed a boat. Well, I had an idea to build a boat. I would take materials that were available there on the farm, and I would build my first boat. I took a large truck inner tube, and I inflated it. I found a wash tub, and I... and I... Sp- put it in the middle of the inner tube, and it fits snugly. And then I found a two-by-four, about four feet long, and I put it across the inner tube and the wash tub to strap it all together. I had my first boat. (laughs) Well, my mom and dad went with me the very first time I was going to use the boat as spectators, I guess. We put that little boat in the water, and my mom handed me the paddle, and I pushed off from shore a little bit. And guess what I learned about my little boat? it was going to work. It was stable. It floated. I could sit on that two-by-four with my feet in the wash tub, and it wasn't going to turn over. I was convinced that I had my first boat, and I was going to be able to prowl all around the pond in that boat. But when I started to paddle, guess what I found out about my boat? It wouldn't move forward. It just spun around and around. No forward progress at all. It was the first zero turn. Well, I was disappointed. I had put so much hope and had anticipated that moment so much. I was disappointed. My little boat was stable, but I couldn't move forward. So I was disappointed. Well, I realized now that that was a spiritual test. Spiritual tests come in all shapes and sizes, lots of categories. And let's talk about this category this week, the spiritual test that I'll call disappointment. It's going to come our way. Sometimes it comes very unexpectedly. It kind of sneaks up on us and we find ourselves in a disappointing situation. Well, God wants each of us to pass that test. When we're disappointed, our response is important to God. Am I going to just hover there, spinning round and round under a dark cloud of disappointment? Or am I going to get my chin up and find a way to move forward, to to press on, to learn something perhaps, or to to take the next step in spite of the disappointing moment that I find myself in. Well, God wants me to pass this test by moving forward, to respond in a way that's positive. Maybe I can learn something. Maybe I can improve on my situation. Maybe I need to just take another course of action. But regardless of the remedy, my response is important to God, to have a positive outlook, to keep my chin up, to learn learn something perhaps, and to move ahead in a way that honors God, instead of just spinning around and around in my moment of disappointment. Well, disappointment might come our way this week. It might not. But if it does, I'm asking God to help each one of us to pass that spiritual test called disappointment. Maybe you'll pray with me. God, help us to respond to disappointment in a way that honors you, to realize that our Christian testimony is important in those moments where we're disappointed, to resist that temptation to be discouraged, instead find a way to move ahead with a positive attitude with our chin up. God, would you help us with that? And God, if disappointment comes our way this week, would you help us to pass that test?